depend upon the heat and light given by the sun god from the sun planet furthermore it is because of the sun's presence that all living entities can see and therefore he is called drigishwara the personality of god presiding over sat 
పర్ఫెక్ట్ బై ఇష్టమైన భక్తివంత స్వామి శ్రీల ప్రభుపా శ్రీల ప్రభుపాలకి విశ్వనాథ చక్రవర్తి ఠాకూర్ సే సూర్య ఆత్మ ఆత్మ తేనో అపశ్య ద యాక్చువల్ లైఫ్ అండ్ సోల్ ఆఫ్ లివింగ్ ఎన్ ఇస్ విత్ ఇన్ ద యూనివర్స్ ఇస్ అన్ హీస్ దర్ ఫోర్ ఉపాస్య వర్షపుడు హీ వర్షిప్ ద సన్ గోడ్ సారీ సారీ వీ వర్షిప్ ద సన్ గోడ్ బై చైనింగ్ ద గాయత్రి మంత్ర ఓం భూర్భువ స్వ తత్ సవితుర్వరేణ్యం భర్గో దేవస్య ధీమణి సూర్య ఈ దైఫ్ అండ్ సోల్ ఆఫ్ ద యూనివర్స్ అండ్ దేర్ ఆర్ ఇన్యూమరబుల్ యూనివర్సెస్ ఫర్ విచ్ ఎ సన్ గోడ్ ఈస్ ఇన్ ద లైఫ్ అండ్ సన్ గోడ్ ఫర్ విచ్ ఎ సన్ గోడ్ ఈస్ ద లైఫ్ అండ్ సోల్ జస్ట్ గోడ్ ఈస్ ద లైఫ్ అండ్ సోల్ ఆఫ్ ద ఎంటైర్ క్రియేషన్ we have information that viraja hiranyagarbha entered the great dull material globe called sun this indicates that the theory held by so called scientists that no one lives there is wrong bhagavad gita also says that krishna first instructed bhagavad gita to the sun god imam vivashate yogam proktavan aham avid therefore the sun is not vacant it is inhabited by living entities and the predominating deity is viraja or vivashwan the difference between the sun and the earth is that the sun is a fiery planet but everyone there has a suitable body and can live there without difficulty thus ends the bhakti vandana purport of the fifth canto 20th chapter of the shrimad bhagavatam entitled structure studying the structure of the universe ఓవ్యాలాంతరేహంశ్రీగురవేమీస్వాగమీగురూన్వైష్ణవాశ్చ శ్రీరూపం సాగ్రజాతం సహగణారఘునాధాన్యుతం సజీవం సద్వైతం సావధూతం పర్యసహితం కృష్ణచైతన్యదేవం శ్రీరాధాకృష్ణపాదాన్ సహగణలిత శ్రీవిశాఖాన్యుతే కృష్ణ కరుణాసింధో దీనబంధో జగత్పతే గోపేశ గోపికాకాంత రాధాకాంత నమోస్తుతే తప్తకాంచన గౌరాంగీ రాధే వృందావనేశ్వరీ వృషభానుసుతే దేవీ ప్రణమామి హరిప్రియే వాంచగల్పదరూభ్యశ్చ కృపాసింధుభ్యో వైష్ణవేభ్యో నమో నమ నమో విష్ణుపాదాయ కృష్ణప్రేష్ఠాయ భూతలే శ్రీమతే భక్తివేదాంతస్వామినిది నామినే నమస్తే సారస్వతే దేవే గౌరవాణి ప్రచారిణే నిర్విశేష శూన్యవాదీ పాశ్చాత్య దేశతారిణే జయ శ్రీకృష్ణ చైతన్య ప్రభు నిత్యానంద శ్రీ అద్వైత గదాధ శ్రీవాసాది గౌరభక్తవృంద హరే కృష్ణ హరే కృష్ణ 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 హరే 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 రామ హరే రామ 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 హరే హరే భూతైర్మహాత్మ్యమాపురో విభూ నిర్మాయిషే దేదమూషపురుష భుంతే గుణాన్ షోడశోడశాత్మక సౌరం కృషి ఇష్ట భగవాన్ వచాంసి 
to the next chapter. In this verse from 43 to 46, there is a very wonderful explanation about the sun. And there are different terms which are used to explain sun and sun god's characteristics. The first term used is Viraja because sun is considered the totality of jivas with the subtle coverings. So sun is called Viraja. He, he has this certain energy that covers the entire universe including all the jivas. Everyone is covered by the energy of the sun. That is practically visible to us. So there is one terminology that is being used about the sun god that is Viraja. Second he is called Martanda. So which is explained in this purport as well. He is Martanda because the sun god enters the sun planet when there is no life there. Even there is no life in the entire universe. That time the sun god he enters this empty sun planet. So he is called or in other words he enters the entire universe so he is called Martanda. So that is another term that is used to describe sun. And third term that is used here also we can see that is Hiranyagarbha. He who received a material body from Hiranyagarbha Brahma. So in that way even sun is also known as Hiranyagarbha. So we can see the three terminologies Viraja, Martanda and Hiranyagarbha. And apart from that now there is another term that is being used to describe sun which is very important because one who is the Lord or the personality of God had presiding over sight. So from these terminologies we can understand the importance of Sun God. So Brahma Samhita, it is mentioned Savita Sagara Grahanam Raja Samasta Suramurti Ashesha Tejaha Yesya Ya Brahmadi Sampradakala Chitra Govinda Madhipurisham Tamaham Bhajami. So here, Yet Chakshudeva. So sun and moon are actually considered the eyes of the universal form. And the whole creation is existing. The root cause in one sense is the sun. Otherwise this creation cannot exist without the sun. So we can understand the significance of the sun. Bhaktisiddhanta Maharaj writes his purport to this. Chakshudeva Sarita Sagalagrahana. Here he writes, certain professors of the Vedic religion worship the sun as Brahman. The sun is one of the hierarchy of the five gods. Some people target in heat the source of this world and therefore designate the sun, the only location of heat. See, the only location of heat is sun. All other heat is originating from the sun. All other lights are originating from sun. This is a very interesting point. If you really think about it, can we get any heat if we separate ourselves from the sun? Can we get any light without the sun? So one may say, okay, we have the possibility of, you know, hydroelectric reactors or thermal or this or that. But we see that 
without sun's energy none of this elements will be existing as it is so ultimately the heat and light are coming from the sun and can we imagine how much heat and light sun is producing and how insignificant quantity of heat and light we are consuming even if we consider from the beginning of creation as a planet earth how much heat and light is consuming very insignificant compared to the production <laughs> so much of production our demand for at least for this earth it is very tiny it's not much so that much heat and light is being produced by the sun and we also know that we are placed in an orbit or sun is placed in orbit in either way the distance is fixed and uh, it is encircling in a certain way so that we get the right proportion of heat and light if we are close a few meters toward the sun we will be burned life cannot exist and if we are a few meters away from the sun then we will die because of cold so we are perfectly situated so that we have life on this planet so this is the significance of earth and as it is mentioned mentioned viraja by this subtle energy totality of jiva with their subtle coverings everything is covered by the sun so this is the significance of the sun and of course brahma samhita is trying to say that look all this energy is coming or or the sun is rotating in its orbit it's moving only because of the order of krishna so here this verse is actually glorifying the supreme person and they got it at the same time we can understand the significance of the sun god and i will not speak much about sun because the next chapter is very significant it is talking about the movements of the sun and this chapter is very important because shri prabhupad wanted the devotees to explain to the whole world according to vedic cosmology how seasons change and how day and night happens based on vedic cosmology because general description of vedic cosmology we are presenting a geocentric model not a heliocentric model we are presenting a geocentric model and given it's a geocentric model we can see that the sun is rotating around the earth so based on that how can we explain day and night and how can we explain seasons so it has its own challenges but it can be very well explained so that will come in the next chapter so the next chapter the movements of the sun is very important for us to understand even though the description and explanation can be a bit technical but still it is important so i will not get into it now we will move on to the next topic for today today is vishuru mahotsava vishuru mahotsava means the day on which who accepted sanyas vishuru who is vishuru brother of lord chaitanya mahaprabhu so chaitanya mahaprabhu had an older brother and he left home in his early age even mahaprabhu grew up before that vishrup had already left home and no one knew the whereabouts of of vishrup so mother sachi was 
very much in pain thinking about her son that time the the social setting of sanyas was such that if someone accepts sanyas they will never be seen again practically they will just leave home and that's about it they will not come back that's the end of it so the social circle and social life is finished so they are dead in one sense so that is the meaning of sanyas and that time there is no facebook updates <laughs> there is no emails no phone calls no text messages no whatsapp nothing so one takes sanyas and goes with his left home that's it that's why mother sachi was so much in pain when vishru left home and later came to that he accepted sanyas and mahaprabhu said i want to travel throughout south india and other places because i want to find out where my brother is mahaprabhu knew everything but he knew what happened to him uh, his sanyas name was shankarane so he knew that he had already left the world he had already attained samadhi went back home back to godhead so mahaprabhu already knew but the pretext that he wanted to know more about his brother he left he went on a tour so here that's the reason mother sachi was very much aggrieved thinking about mahaprabhu's devotional excesses and his desire to accept sanyas so because he she thought how will i be able to see my son again and that's the reason there was a compromise was made when mahaprabhu accepted sanyas that he is not going to go to anywhere else but stay in jagannathpuri because they concluded that jagannathpuri is and bangal are like two rooms of the same house so it's not too much of a distance the devotees could yearly travel to jagannathpuri to partake in rathayatra and associate with lord chaitanya so in that way mother sachi could hear about Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, her beloved son. But this was the arrangement that was made. And on this auspicious day, our founder Acharya, Srila Prabhupada, accepted sannyas. So that is another significance of this day. Very important day if you think about it. Srila Prabhupada accepted sannyas on this day. And we might have heard his pastime of accepting sannyas. This conversation is very interesting to Harishwari Prabhu in uh, uh, Honolulu. Uh, so, Srila Prabhupada was asked this question, you know. Oh, Srila Prabhupada told Harishwari Prabhu, Do you know my story? Prabhupada was asking, T or me? So, Prabhupada himself is narrating what happened in his life, in his family life. So, he said, No, Srila Prabhupada. So he, asked, he was very intrigued and asked him, Prabhupada, please tell what really happened. So Prabhupada started laughing. He was chuckling and he started saying, Look, uh, my wife, she was fond of drinking tea. So one day I told her, Either you give up your tea drinking or you give up your husband. Okay, so we know there is another thing happened that Prabhupada's wife in previous session traded his copy of Srimad Bhagavadam to buy tea biscuits 
<laughs> that was too much for Shri Prabhupada. So that's where this is coming. Now you choose either T or V. You know, Shri Prabhupada's questions, Shri Prabhupada's answers are very succinct and to the point. And it is to the heart. Here also we can see such kind of an eloquence in Srila Prabhupada. T or V. <laughs> Very simple statement. It has depths of meaning. That is, you choose what you want. Materialism or spiritual quest. So in that way, Srila Prabhupada was disgusted. And he said, he thought, I am going to leave. She told that, okay, then I will give up my husband. Prabhupada took it seriously. Even though she was speaking jokingly. Prabhupada took it as an indication. This is the time to leave the Grihasthasram. So then he said, after that I never returned home. So this is Srila <laughs> Prabhupada. This is Srila Prabhupada's renunciation. Of course, there is an entire past time behind that. We will look into that briefly. This is one night. There was a dream for Srila Prabhupada, in which Bhakti Siddhanta Thakur appeared and he was beckoning Srila Prabhupada to leave home and accept sannyas. So this is Srila Prabhupada's dream. So dreams of spiritual master or spiritual things are not ordinary if they are very vivid and clear. And if they are instructional, then there is meaning to it. It's not just like a uh, just a passing by dream, but rather if it is very vivid and clear and the instruction that's very significant. But Srila Prabhupada was thinking, how horrible it is. Think Srila Prabhupada was thinking, how horrible it is to accept sannyas. How can I leave my family and how can I not take care of my business? So this is how Prabhupada was thinking. And Prabhupada told thought it is difficult and unlikely to accept sannyas. And that is the time he established a big factory in Lucknow. And in Allahabad, there was a big factory and it was the golden days he was thinking. Business flourished in the Lucknow and then what happened? Everything collapsed. Everything dwindled. And then again, Srila Prabhupada with the help of some friends, he started another factory in Allahabad, Prayag, you know, Prayag Pharmacy, you know, he started his factory and then he was in Allahabad, there he was again trying to build his business, however, it wasn't exactly like before, this time he would leave the family, he would only come once in a while, for months he would be away from the family, so he was going in that time, going in that way, but again for the second time, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Sarishthakur appeared before him in the dream and again told him, you accept sannyas. So then he was thinking, my, why is my Guru Maharaj asking me to take sannyas? He was still thinking, it may not be possible now. He was thinking, why my Guru Maharaj is asking me to take sannyas? Because now I am again setting up a business and trying to support my family and I want to do other things. But we know after some time everything was taken away from Srila Prabhupada. Right? Everything was taken away from Srila Prabhupada. So we know the factory was gone and he was left with nothing and then he decided there is no point. This is the right indication 
for to accept sannyas and shilapa was himself says all this time this is the verse that was coming to his mind yasyaha anugrhnami harishye tadhanam shanehi tado dhanam tajat tajantyasya swajana dukha dukhita when i feel especially merciful towards someone okay please hear carefully <laughs> when i when i is from the 10th canto when i especially feel merciful towards someone i gradually take away all his material possessions his friends and relatives then reject this poverty stricken and most wretched fellow okay so this is the mercy but don't worry devotees this is the special mercy of krishna <laughs> one has to be specially fortunate to for this to happen not for everyone don't worry the hmm? so one devotee asked this question i still remember that how do we know if krishna takes away everything is it a special mercy or not upon a devotee how can we know so the answer is if a devotee is feeling blissful when everything goes away from one's life then understand this is the mercy of krishna otherwise if one is still attached that is not the mercy of krishna but that is pretty much the acts of karma right so one has to be clear what's happening karma or it can be ordained by krishna but it's not the real special mercy of krishna so shri prabhupad yes he accepted sanyas and he decided that there is no point so he 1959 september 17 on this very day vishrup mahotsav day shri prabhupad accepted sanyas in keshav ji mat so it's a nice description and you know the sanyas was given by uh, vishupada uh, bhakti prajnana keshav maharaj he gave keshav maharaj bhakti prajnana keshav maharaj gave him sanyas and along with that two others also accepted sanyas one oh, sorry one another also accepted muni maharaj muni maharaj one more person accepted sanyas we can see that photos and that time muni maharaj was over 90 yeah something like that over 90 and he accepted sanyas just to perfect his life as the last stage of life he accepted sanyas but shri prabhupada had his mission in front of him as you know when the sanyas ceremony was going on when the fire yagya was going on when the priest was chanting his mantras we know that back in the corner akinchana krishnadas baba ji maharaj was chanting and we know this past time and others were telling you know this quiet quiet and because now the vedic mantras are chanting so chanting has to stop so he kept chanting and shila prabhupad looked at akinchana krishnadas baba ji maharaj and told him like continue from his continue chanting from that point akinchana krishnadas baba ji maharaj tells that he understood this is a person who is going to go to west and going to spread this krishna consciousness movement because he had such a faith in the holy name so this uh, movement can only be spread if one has faith complete faith in the holy name that is the essence and shila prabhupada had that and shila prabhupada took this as an opportunity to spread krishna consciousness all over the world here we had to understand another significant point so prabhu's acceptance of sanyas was to accept the whole world as his family 
Vasudheva Kudumbagam. Vasudha means the earth. Eva certainly Kudumbagam. So one's Kudumbagam, one's family. So one has to accept Vasudha as one's own family, the earth as one's own family. And that is the mood in which Srila Prabhupada accepted sannyas. So he didn't want to restrict himself to Vrindavan or India. Of course, we know how he stayed in Radha Damodar Mandir, translating books and writing Bhaktivedanta purports. And here is this interesting pastime where Srila Prabhupada wanted permission and blessings from Rajavasis to go to the West. At the same time, by default, they will not encourage or give permission or blessings for anyone to go to the West. So what did Prabhupada do? Because all these Prajapasis, they come to, if they are not Prajapasis, if they are coming from outside and living in Vrindavan, they take the vow that they will never leave Vrindavan till they die. Because taking birth in Vrindavan is good. <laughs> birth in Vrindavan is good. Living in Vrindavan is even better. But leaving Vrindavan or leaving this world from Vrindavan, that is considered the best. This is a statement of Srila Prabhupada. Okay, so <laughs> taking birth in Vrindavan is first level. Living, living in Vrindavan is next level. But leaving from Vrindavan to the spiritual world. So leaving the body from Vrindavan. That is considered the best. So devotees knew that, so they never wanted to leave Vrindavan and they never, can never give blessings to anyone to leave Vrindavan. But that was not the intention of Srila Prabhupada. And to leave this world from Vrindavan is not ordinary. I heard the story of one lady, she was kind of devotional, but uh, not like a strong devotee, devotional lady. She wanted to live in Vrindavan and wanted to leave the body in Vrindavan, pretty much. But it happened that she left Vrindavan for some reason and that is the time she left the body. So this is a, Krishna's mercy has to be there, otherwise one cannot leave the body from Vrindavan. I remember this pastime of uh, Krishnadas Maharaj. Krishnadas Maharaj, uh, he met Srila Prabhupada in UK and later and took initiation, not really initiation because he was already initiated in the Madhva line. So Prabhupada said, let's work together. So he accepted like a Brahmachari, you know, Vanaprasa life in his son. And later, Prabhupada said, I will give you sannyas, but Prabhupada couldn't give sannyas. Later, Shivara Maharaj gave him sannyas. So he was preaching in Africa, UK, and he was instrumental in establishing Sitaram Lakshman deities in Bhaktivedanta manner. So Maharaj, uh, his final desire was to leave this world from Vrindavan. And at the same time, he was very, very sick. He was in Europe and he was very, very sick. And somehow or other, they managed to fly him over to Delhi and then from Delhi transport him to Vrindavan. And what happened? He, his health was so deteriorated that he could leave this world at any point in time. So, if you consider normally, no one would dare to travel all the way from Europe to India at this point in time, in long flight. But indeed he did that. And as 
he was entering the madhura mandal as he entered the madhura mandal and he actually reached vrindavan that point he left the world while he was traveling so this is the strong desire of a devotee and if one is qualified it is possible so i am trying to make the importance of vrindavan in leaving this world it is not ordinary so it is a great boon to leave this world from vrindavan so now uh, i remember our seva bhagavan prabhu his mother was very sick and uh, it was last stage of her life and prabhu to call the initiative to go all the way take her, her his mother from andhra to all the way to vrindavan in train like a not normal train in the special carriage in which it's like an ambulance with the doctor assistant all the way to vrindavan and she was not actually a devotee at that point in time all the way to vrindavan and then she left the world in vrindavan so this is actually perfecting the duty of a son as well and mother also perfecting her life so this is not ordinary living this world from vrindavan is not ordinary and that's why devotees gave such a such a importance not to leave from vrindavan not to leave anywhere else from vrindavan but die in vrindavan so prabhupad what he did he requested all the devotees in vrindavan because he wanted permission and blessing because that is the etiquette so this is this point we have to understand even lord chaitanya he wanted to travel through south india and even before later he wanted to go to vrindavan he was awaiting the blessings and permission of devotees so for us if you are embarking on any mission we have to request the blessings of the devotees we have to ask for the permission of the devotees it is so significant especially if you are doing an important project if you are something is going to happen if you are going to india if you are doing anything we have to get the permission and blessing from the devotees it is very important even lord chaitanya mahaprabhu himself is doing that if you are going to holy dham we need to get the permission from our spiritual master that is a proper etiquette so bhakti is about guidance bhakti is not about acting independently it is very difficult to understand bhakti is a process in which we need guidance all the time so lord chaitanya himself did that now see shila prabhupad shila prabhupad wanted to get permission from the devotees so what did he say he presented in a very humble and in the most amazing way he told it's not that i want to go to the west but the shrimad bhagavatam has to go to the west to america and who can carry shrimad bhagavatam only a devotee can carry shrimad bhagavatam so prabhu said i want to carry shrimad bhagavatam to the western world to america at this point so this is how shrimad prabhupad got permission from the devotees so if you see the essence of our movement and essence of shrimad prabhupad mission we can see is distribution of shrimad bhagavatam which book prabhupad had to go to the west we discussed about how shila prabhupad left india the day shila prabhupad left india we had a talk here we i gave a talk and we see how prabhupad started from calcutta went all the way uh, to sri lanka sri lanka and then to kochi and in kochi all the sets of shrimad bhagavatam first kind of the audio sir loaded which came all the way from bombay mumbai and then the actual journey started to the west 
So that's the day we celebrate as Srila Prabhupada's leaving India to the West. So that, that's the actual departure of Srila Prabhupada from India to the West because he had the message of Krishna in the form of Srimad Bhagavatam. And that takes to the next most significant point because today is Bhadra Purnima. Can you see how everything is connected? So Prabhupada's purpose is to carry Srimad Bhagavatam to the West and today is Bhadra Purnima. And what's the significance of Bhadra Purnima? Bhadra Purnima is the day on which Shukadeva Goswami completed his recital of Srimad Bhagavatam. So this is the day he completed. And so he gave this blessings. He gave this blessings. And so that, that's the reason it's mentioned. So the verse I can read. Praushtapadhyam Purnamasyam Hema Simha Samanyutam Datatiyo Bhagavatam Sayadi Paramam Gatim Please see the words which are being used. I will read this month. If on the full moon day of the month of Bhadra, that is today, today is Purnima. You can check the calendar. Today is Purnima, full moon. Today is Purnima. Today is Bhadra month. One places Srimad Bhagavatam on a golden throne and give it as a gift. He will attain the supreme transcendental destination. So it is explained that one should place Srimad Bhagavatam on a golden throne because it is the king of all literature. Now here, the point is, if we cannot put it on golden throne because it's not affordable. Even the original deity worship standard is also golden throne. So we, it's not affordable. So we, 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 don't, we don't need golden throne or gold as such. But give Srimad Bhagavatam respectfully with all respects. That is the essential point. So whether it is gold or silver or plastic or it's wrapped up, that's a secondary point. But the essential point is on this day, if we give Bhagavatam, why? Because this is the day on which Bhagavatam was completed, spoken completely. So this is the day. And that this is this verse is coming from the 12th canto of Srimad Bhagavatam, 13th chapter, verse number 14, 13. So 12, 13, 13. So where it is mentioned that this day is most auspicious to gift Srimad Bhagavatam. And what is Sanskrit saying? Paramam Gati. We have heard this Paramam Gati many times in Bhagavad Gita. The supreme destination, so one can attain supreme destination by this one act. This is what Bhagavatam said. So we had to accept. So this is a great opportunity for all of us. And also, why Bhagavad Gita is given? So here it's an analogy in one sense because uh, the sun is compared to this king of this literature. The Bhagavad is compared to sun, isn't it? Bhagavad. Krishna is Dhamma Bhagate Dharma Gyanadhi Saha Kalo Nashtadrisha Esha Puryanarko Adhana Uttitaha. As Krishna has departed to his abode along with Dharma and Gyan, and where the Dharma and Gyan take shelter of, that is the son of Srimad Bhagavatam. The son of Srimad Bhagavatam, Purana Arkaha. Arkaha means son. So this is the son of Srimad Bhagavatam. And this, this month is specifically mentioned because in the Bhadra month, a uh, sun goes to the sign of Leo, Simharashi. Leo, that's called Simharashi. So Simharashi is owned by sun. 
So since sun enters this Rashi, this month, it is like his throne, his personal throne. So sun is now <laughs> being seated on his own throne because that is his own sign. In the same way, it is mentioned that the Srimad Bhagavatam is placed on a throne, a golden throne and gate. So this is kind of an analogy that is given. Here, Bhadra month, this month is given. So that is one reason. Then the other reason is, of course, Srimad Bhagavatam was spoken and it was completed on this month. So Shukadeva Goswami says this and it is referred in the Vishnu Shakatakur says this and also it is referred in Padma Purana. So it is very very interesting to see that this, the significance of this. Now uh, yesterday Adinsagaprabhu also spoke about uh, this Bhagavatam distribution campaign which is very significant because it started only few years and Vaishishikabhu had this brilliant idea that let's try as a global team that's what he says, global team to distribute Srimad Bhagavatam not silo distribution and, and some uh, insignificant competition rather let's try as a one goal, one goal and Prabhu mentioned he was trying for a few years, it didn't work he said last year it picked up he said I tried many years that the whole global team come together and let it, let it pick up, but it never picked up. So it wasn't going so much. But last year it picked up. And this year it actually is going to the next level. So the target is about 25,000 Srimad Bhagavatam from Gaurav Purnima till Bhadra Purnima. About six months, a bit less than six months. So that Gaurav Purnima till Bhadra Purnima. So the six months focus on distributing Srimad Bhagavatam. And on the Bhadra Purnima day, there is a special yoga that is taking place in Naimisharani in India. And all senior, many senior devotees are participating in, in this yoga. For example, the main Purohit for this yoga is Mukundadatta Prabhu. He is the head priest in Vrindavan temple. You might have seen him. He has a, usually he has a turban. He is a, he is a big scholar. He wears glasses, a big scholar. And he knows all about the deity worship and an amazing personality. And he is the chief priest, and many other great personalities are participating in this area. So, this is the significance of this uh, Bhadra campaign. And what happened? The world is divided into different groups. So, we belong to Australia, uh, New Zealand, you know, Southeast Asian countries. So, we are in one geographical region. And Vaisheshika Prabhu and uh, many other senior devotees like uh, Jayapataka Maharaj, Devanda Maharaj. Uh, who has participated in this meeting in the past, in the, uh, past few years? Rathana eh? Maharaj, Gopal Krishna Maharaj, so many great leaders, all of them were pushing this Bhadra campaign throughout the world. So if you connect to Srila Prabhupada, Prabhupada told the Prajavasis, I am going to West to carry Srimad Bhagavata. Now we are already in the West. We don't need to go anywhere, West or foreign country compared to India or the origin of Bhagavatam. We are already in the Western world in that sense. We are in the East, but we are in the Western world. <laughs> but so we are already here. And so what we can do? We don't need to travel. We can make phone call. We can distribute Bhagavatam. Okay, so today also everyone has an opportunity. So today is the Bhadra Purnima day. So today we have the opportunity to distribute Srimad Bhagavatam as well. So it is a great service. So being part of this. So next year we will make a bigger target and we will try from the beginning. So this year 
we didn't do so much of advertisement but next year we will advertise from gorapurna so we can have this target the bhadrapurna bhadra campaign target and we can all act together so i was thinking i had this i was thinking you know we can achieve as many numbers as we want actually speaking because just think how many congregational members do we have or families how many families are actively participating in devotional service think if one family distribute one bhagavatam set how many will it be be hundreds isn't it one family distribute or gives one bhagavatam set we can distribute hundreds of sets very simple formula so we will speak about this next year definitely we will announce this during gaur purnima because this is a global campaign the whole world is participating we'll be part of it but for this year we have we have yet miss the boat <laughs> today we can take an opportunity if somebody finds someone just distribute or gift a copy of bhagavad so i think tamil gujarati hindi we have copies at this point yeah and telugu as well we have copies english copy we don't have but you can still sell it we can take the standing order no problem because it is in the ship it's now it's in the ship so it is going to land <laughs> australian shore soon so it is in the ship so it's going to come very soon all the way from germany right so the german edition is coming for the english shrimad bhagavata so you can uh, distribute confidently <laughs> and we can do the installation of bhagavata master so when things are opening up we can train devotees how to install shrimad bhagavata i also watched a very wonderful video about installing shrimad bhagavata in home very nice video with kirtan with some recitation of verses with arati very beautiful video so we can train devotees how can we install bhagavata they can get bhagavata and it can be a preaching program in itself so it's a very uh, very very auspicious day one okay every day is auspicious as we are speaking bhagavata <laughs> right <laughs> so that is there apart from that today is vishru mahotsav second shila prabhu's acceptance of sanyas and bhadra purnima the day on which shukadev goswami completed speaking shrimad bhagavatam and for us it is very significant because we can take part in the mission of shila prabhupad for which he went to the west hare krishna thank you is there any questions or comments okay thank you very much ग्रंथराष्ट्रीय भागवतम की जय शिवप्रभाद की जय भाद्र पूर्णिमा की जय भद्र पूर्णिमा बुक डिस्ट्रीब्यूशन कैंपेन की जय विष्णु महोत्सव की जय